and let's go ahead and get started. Um, I'm so excited to see that uh, Robert just jumped on the call because this was actually inspired by thinking about his product over the weekend. And first off, for everybody who's new to the call, and I see we are getting new people coming on today, this is a call that I do every other Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific time. And I do a few minutes of content here at the beginning, and then I always leave room for questions at the end. And I really want to take care of you on this call. So please make a note of your questions. Um, we will open up the phone lines in just a little bit and take those. And then um, the other piece to be aware of is I'm not an attorney, so I will not give legal advice. It's the perspective of somebody who's been building products and growing products for gosh, a couple decades now. Keep that in mind. And I will refer you to your attorney if you uh, need some legal advice. So um, with that, everybody, let me take a sip of my licorice tea to get my voice back going. If any of you, <clears throat> if any of you ever have um, something going on with your voice, licorice tea is amazing for it. And there's a, a tea from Chai Diaries that is awesome. So you can find that on mychaidiaries.com during this holiday season if you're talking a lot. So growing a business from $100,000 to $500,000 in sales is today's topic. And I'll take questions on anything. It doesn't have to be this. But um, I wrote down some key points that really come into play when you are scaling a business, which is officially what this is called. And scaling a business just means growing it from wherever it is to the next stage, whatever you deem that to be. So this is the beginning part of scaling a business. Usually the first you know, several hundred thousand dollars in sales are proving the concept, proving that things work, getting your systems in order, getting the product worked out, all of those kinds of um, kinks getting smoothed out and in place, okay? <clears throat> After that is when you hit scaling. And it's different if you are looking for investment money to um, prove your product, right, to create your prototype, to get into production. Um, that's very early stage money. When you are looking for money after your what's called in revenue, meaning you've made some sales, then you're looking for money that helps you scale your business, okay? So important distinction. <clears throat> now, because of that, you want to do, let's see, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight subjects up here on the board. Um, when you are growing your business, you actually want to be looking at what are called analytics, which just is a big fancy word for data. And what that means is it allows you to um, slice and dice what's working and what's not working so that you can stop doing the what's not working and do more of the what is working or tweak the what's not working. So first thing is know what's working by giving yourself some analytics and data to look at. Things in this topic area are Facebook, ad set performance. We have an ad campaign running right now and we are actively looking at how many clicks did it get? How many eyeballs are seeing it? 
okay, from the clicks, how many sales are happening? And we're looking at the percentages of that because it is a rather small campaign. Okay, so you're looking for what's working. When we're running ad sets like that, we're looking at which ad is generating the clicks because we don't just run one. Right now we have 37 different ads going. And I know some of you saw a couple of them this morning. So we're looking at what generated interest, what got people's attention, what were they shown. Um, and we, we don't see it by person necessarily, but we see the trend. So that's part of knowing what's working, message testing, um, and using your analytics. Could be your website data, could be email opens, you know, if you're emailing your people after you make the sale and you're saying, hey, give me a testimonial, or you're sending out another email to get people to buy a second one or buy a gift, um, <clears throat> then you can look at how the email campaign is performing. So giving yourself the analytics lets you have something you can support about the what's working, right? And it's pretty exciting when you see what works and you can adjust and tweak and change and focus on that and drop some of the things that aren't working. You'll be surprised at what doesn't work. Um, it always happens for us. Um, so the second area, when you're scaling your business from 100 to 500K, you are going to need to look for partners and strategic alliances who already sell to your prospects. Now, these are people that may be distributors. They may be products that someone in your target market would already be buying, and you want to bundle your product together, okay? So this one, look for partners and strategic alliances. It can also be a look at who your competition is. And in the online world, it's pretty easy to figure that out. It's pretty straightforward to run ads focusing on that person's target market if you really want to, okay? <clears throat> and you can do things like custom audiences and um, and focus even more on that. So you're going to need to look for partners and strategic alliances, like I said, who already sell to your prospects because they already have the mailing list. They already have the trust. And it's generally an easier sale if you can orchestrate something that makes sense from all sides. The third thing is always be improving your systems. The things that you did at $100,000 in sales might not scale to 500000 By that I mean things like running around doing all your own shipping. Um, might You just might not be able to do it at $500,000. Or, you know, warehousing it in your garage is probably not going to be possible when you have more sales happening. Um, so you want to be improving your systems and looking at well, what are you doing right now that someone else should be or could be doing for you? Um, so fourth thing, streamline your shipping. Use Fulfilled by Amazon program. Use a logistics company. You're going to need to streamline your shipping. They, there are economies of scale that these logistics companies can give you. They get better pricing on shipping companies. They get better service, it's less headache, 
Um, it's more reliable too, which gives you better performance with your customers, and that is huge, okay? So um, streamline your shipping is a really big deal. So that's item number four. Five, when selling, I want you to pay attention to what's called what I call now money and future money in your deals, okay? So now money is the money that's, one, required now to do the deal, and two, the potential upside in the very short term, okay? The future money to me is money that you invest for a period of probably three to six months, maybe even longer. Um, could be a year, could be 18 months in some cases. So it's more about what's the pipeline coming off of that in that deal, okay? So <clears throat> that can be things like, um, you know, you're working on a deal where it's not going to get placement somewhere for a year, but you've got to start production on it. Or you're looking at the deal and you're evaluating it now, but the money's not going to come to you for a while, okay? So pay attention to what this now money versus future money. It's kind of like the old thing when we were kids of, you know, pat your head and rub your stomach at the same time. You have to be able to think in kind of two timelines as your business evolves because some of the deals just take longer to mature. If you are going to stay in straight consumer sales and you're just going to sell to consumers and you're going to sell through websites and Amazon and um, that kind of outlet, then it's a little less important. But big caveat about that is the future money, you have to account for you're always going to be pumping marketing dollars into that channel. Okay, So marketing money is also part of new mo now money. You know, how much are you investing now to make money at a certain point, okay? Um, it's really important when you're selling to pay attention to this because that will relate to how you're investing into inventory, how you're investing into marketing, and what's the, the money cycle. When are you going to get it back out on this potential deal. We have a client that they were looking at doing business with O'Reilly Auto Parts, and it was an awesome, awesome um, moment for them. They were really excited. They're getting this exposure. They're finally getting traction, all these things. And, you know, it was, it was only a couple months into their project, and they're going, oh, you know, this is really good. And then when I sat down and I did the math with them on where the money happened, they were going to be out their money for 10 months from the time they made the pro they started making the product to when they would get paid. So, um, you know, we decided not to do the deal because that wasn't right for them at that time. And um, it's really important that you pay attention to this. So our, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, six one is I want you to experiment on marketing methods with small dollar figures. Just because the marketing got you to 100,000, don't think that's going to stay the same. Marketing is constantly changing. And I do mean constantly changing. The algorithms change, the placements change. Actually, there's right now there's a rise in direct marketing effectiveness, meaning like direct mail, postcards going to people's physical, you know, houses and mailboxes because 
nobody's doing it. So the price of it dropped and the exposure of it's becoming different. So marketing is constantly changing, constantly. So be on top of it. Experiment a little bit with it at small dollar figures. We're always testing different messaging, different marketing platforms, different ad platforms, you, and different strategies. Um, is email marketing still working? Is, you know, where is the online marketing right now? Okay, are we going to do joint ventures, strategic, what is it? But use small dollar figures. Now, you're probably going to have to put in at least 50 bucks on an ad campaign online to get much data that means anything, okay? So you can start with, you know, $30, ramp it up from there. But know that you have to keep doing this. Um, there is going to be some stuff where you discover that's not really where your market is. You know, maybe they're not on Instagram. Maybe they're not on Twitter. But you've got to keep experimenting and keep things fresh, okay? Different images, different headlines, different platforms. Uh, the next item to pay attention is using your early sales to illustrate value to get bigger deals, okay? So your early consumer sales, you can learn a lot from them. If you have the information, you can find out who the most likely buyer is. You know, what's their age range? Is it a male? Is it a female? And you can talk about your product differently once you have this price testing done and, you know, people are buying it at a certain price. You can get some bigger deals going, but you have to use the early sales to illustrate value, okay? Um, <coughs> And then the last piece that I wanted to talk about in terms of scaling your business is as relevant in the beginning stages as anywhere, okay? And that is this. You've got to develop, in, in my experience, it's been extremely helpful to develop this. That's the way I should say that. This practice of looking to and through your goals there's a tendency in this entrepreneurial jam that we're in, you know, in this, this entrepreneurial uh, space to go, okay, you know, I'm going to set this goal out there and, and you run, you know, headlong towards it and you, you get burnt out and you get right before you, you achieve it and you take your foot off the gas pedal or you go, oh, it's not working. Well, really, what works is to drive to your goal and through it. The greatest example of this is years ago, I was doing a ropes course. And for anybody who doesn't know what a ropes course is, ropes courses are where you take on physical challenges and they are designed to push you past your fears and limitations, not just physically, but mostly mentally, like where do you stop? Where do you pull up and where do you um, tell yourself that, oh, you can't do that or you can't have it? And, and they're designed to push you beyond your perceived limitations. Okay. So I was doing this ropes course and we had this one. I'm going to, this is such a great example. This exercise was crazy. Now, I was harnessed, so keep that in mind. I had like a rope climbing harness on. There was safety equipment, so it wasn't 
horrible, but what we did was we each person on our team, there were about 30 of us, would climb up this telephone pole type uh, tree almost, because it had no branches, it had these metal staples for your feet, you know, these little three inch by four inch kind of metal posts, and you, you climb up this um, pole, and it was probably about 40 feet in the air. And you get up to the top, and, and there's a round little platform that is one, in, one foot in diameter. And the goal was to climb up the pole, get onto the top of this little round platform that's one foot diameter, right? Okay. So get up on top of that, stand straight upright, turn a quarter turn, and then jump off of it and grab a trapeze that was set at a distance that was kind of proportionate to your height. Now, it was basically about two or three times your height out there in the distance. And so the goal is climb up the pole, get on the top, right, turn around, and then leap off into 40 feet of air and close this gap between you and the trapeze and grab the trapeze. Now, what they didn't tell you when you were doing this is that when you get up to the top, the disc spins. Yeah. So you're, you're up there and you get all the way up to the top and, you know, the, this tree pole is kind of swaying a little bit and you know we're up in the mountains so it's beautiful but you know this thing's kind of swaying just ever so slightly and you've got all these people cheering for you down below and then you go to get up on top of this little platform and it has one bolt holding it in the middle very deeply right so it's very safe but it rotates a little bit and it's not stable, and it's not easy to hold on to. And it's, so you have to, like, figure out how you're going to go up and get both of your feet on top of this thing, and it's at chest height. You know, how are you going to get your, your feet to do that and your body to do that? And you're managing the mind chatter. So then you get up on top, which I did, and you can um, choose at any point to kind of just fall off this pole and the the ropes will catch you and everything will be fine, but um, they'll bring you back down. But you can also choose to go for it. And I decided that I was going to do this, and I was going to do it to the best of my ability. And so you know what I did? I got coaching before I went up. I talked to some of the people that had done it before. I talked to some of the people who were running the event, and I said, okay, what do you know about this that I don't know about this? What's the most successful way to do this from what you've seen? And they said, okay, so <clears throat> since you asked, we'll tell you the platform rotates a little bit, so be prepared for that. I'm like, oh, okay. And they said, so you've got to get your feet as close as you can to it, but pay attention to your center of gravity and where you're putting it, right? And they said, and also since you asked, when you go to launch off at the trapeze, aim for not the trapeze bar. If you aim for the trapeze bar of your goal, you won't make it because it's going to take more effort to get there than you think. Okay? 
what we want you to do is aim higher. Aim above it. Aim like you're going to throw your body through the ropes of the trapeze and your hands will then be able to catch the bar. Okay? Just think that way. Launch yourself through the ropes. Okay? So that's what I did. I climbed up there. I got up on top. I, you know, get up on this little spinning disc. And I'm like, whoa, that was kind of crazy. And I'm standing up there 40 feet in the air. And I just was like, okay, get calm. Get grounded to where I am. And then turn. And I looked at this trapeze. And I went, okay, through the ropes, through the ropes, through the ropes. Go through the ropes, not to the trapeze. Okay? And so that's what I mean when I say you have to look to and through your goal. Look through it. Look past it. Look into the results of it. And that's what actually pulls you all the way through the goal. Okay? So it's really important. And with that, I'm going to open up the phone line. Sorry, that was a – that's – a really, really visceral example of how to play with your goals, okay? So let's open up the phone lines and take some questions. If you're on the phones and you want to ask a question, press star 2 on your phone keypad, and that will let me know you have a question, and I'll open up the, the line. And if you're on the webcast, you can go ahead and type questions in the Q&A box. Got it. Wow, we've got a bunch of people on the webcast today. Welcome, welcome. On the webcast, type your questions in the Q&A box. And on the conference line, press star 2 to raise your hand if you've got a question. And I'm happy to talk more about analytics or any other topic that you need today. I'm going to run through these points again really quickly while people are getting their questions ready. Number one. Know what's working. Give yourself analytics. Look at what's working and what's not working. Two, look for partners and strategic alliances who already sell to your prospects. When you're scaling, the fastest way to scale is usually find people who already sell to your market and either piggyback on their marketing or strike a deal with them to become a distributor. There's a million ways you can use, use this piece. Always be improving your systems. The things you could do at 100000 might not scale to $500,000 in sales. Number four, streamline your shipping. Please streamline your shipping. If you're doing it yourself, you're going to burn out. So you used to fill by Amazon, use a logistics company, but you have to streamline your shipping. Five, when selling, pay attention to now money and future money in deals both on what you have to invest and the return that comes out of it. Two categories, now money and future money in every deal. Uh, number six, experiment on marketing methods at small dollar figures. Now, this might be bigger dollar figures than when you were at $100,000 in sales, but usually you're able to invest a little bit more on $500,000 of sales revenue than you are at 100000 and then you're going to use number seven, which is early sales to illustrate the value to get bigger deals, meaning somebody who's going to distribute it at, at higher volumes. Um, it could be a deal to go from just selling online to selling in retail or selling in a small regional retail to a larger one. 
Um, it could also be to get an infomercial deal. There's a lot of ways this shows up. And the last one is look to and through your goals. Okay, It's really, really important um, to keep your foot on the gas pedal all the way through the goal. So if you wanted to have something happen by the end of this year and it's not there yet, just know that you're in what I call the 11th hour, and this is not the time to let up on the gas pedal. This is the time to dig deeper, if that's what's required, and to go, okay, who do I need to be, what do I need to do, and who do I need to be talking with, okay? So for everybody who's on this call, if you didn't see it, we have product action calls that we're offering. They're really awesome. You can check out the, the deal on Facebook, um, on our company page, which is Products to Profits um, on Facebook. And then <clears throat> um, there's an email that many of you got early this morning, and there'll be one more tonight, and then that, that offer's gone. They'll be gone for another year. We don't usually offer those calls. Um, typically, when someone speaks with us for an hour, our billable rate is you know, pushing $1,000 um, because of the value that can be built. And so you can actually get half an hour of uh, time with me if you're new to us for an extremely good price. So check your email if that's um, something you're interested in. Um, with that, I really want to thank you for joining us today. I'm going to check the lines one more time for questions. Okay. Um, yes, we've got a question on the webcast here. So my goal was to ha be selling my product this year, and the prototypes are done. What should I be doing? Okay, so your prototypes are done. You can use this idea of, well, what are you considering selling? you know, in sales. Did you intend that you were having inventory in some shipping location or that you were receiving money on the product? Those are two different things. If it was to be receiving money on the product, you could look at putting together a pre-sale offer for the, the product. And some people are actually using Kickstarter as the start of revenue into their business. And Indiegogo, Rocket Hub, those guys. So you might take a look at that. Okay, and I'm a big believer in, you know, you have to balance your goals. So we have some in the business that have not happened yet this year, and we have some others that I just, um, that I, <laughs> we have some that haven't happened yet this year that we have stuck to like glue and are committed to having happen, and um, they will happen by the end of the year. And then we have some other goals that, that are very close and they aren't as critical to me for their results anymore. However, I like to build a confidence track with myself that says that I meet goals and I meet timelines and, and things like that. So we're sticking to all of them because of that. And just know that when you have a goal, whatever your results are, is simply feedback. It's not good, bad, right, wrong. There's no, um, there's no judgment in it. It's just a set of results with some feedback about what worked, what didn't work. And the value of having the goal is to get the feedback, to know, oh, well, I made a goal I wasn't really committed to. Or, oh, I made a goal not knowing 
what was going to be involved, which is always the case. You never know exactly how to get to something. So, you know, you have to have some compassion and get the learning from the goal, too, okay? So I recommend, um, I can't tell from your question, if your prototypes are, are done and you could be doing pre-sales or if something else is going on. So um, just pay attention to, ha to the goals and stay committed to them unless it has become really, really, really unrealistic, like it's physically impossible. You can't get the product out of a factory in time to actually be in sales. You know, it's not even on order yet, not going to happen. How could you still get into revenue? So ask yourself the better question about it, okay? With that, everybody, I am going to go over to our conference line one last time. Great. It looks like everybody's uh, got their needs met for today. So with that, great um, good wishes for all of you as you are scaling your businesses. This idea of going from 100,000 to half a million may not sound like much to some of you. And trust me, it's a big deal when you get in the middle of that practice. And to others, it may sound daunting as all get out. You know, you may never have done that in your lifetime. But know this, if you're on these calls and you are in our circle, it's because you are meant to do something that's bigger than you. And you are meant to take on the challenges and the limitations that you might have felt were holding you in the past because your creativity will help you and is meant to serve you. So with that, everybody, have a wonderful, wonderful two weeks. We'll see you um, in December or talk to you then. And I'm doing a ton of Facebook Live videos, so please go over to our Facebook page, like the page so that you can get those videos. I'll be doing one um, in a couple days about some additional tips, and we did one on... Wednesday of last week that has been getting amazing results. So go over to facebook.com slash products to profits. Um, and with Facebook Live, there's no way for us to send you directly to a video. So you got to stay engaged with that. So please go comment, like the page. And also on my personal page, we have a post about any Cyber Monday specials that you're doing. So I invite you to go post and put a comment on my personal page. You'll see it. It's pinned at the top. Um, and that way we can help promote and get the word out for you. With that, everybody, I'm going to go drink some more licorice tea and uh, rest my voice a little bit. Thank you so much for investing some time with us today. Watch your email later today for a reminder if the Cyber Monday is of interest to you. Bye.